Over 1,000 people were stuck overnight in a snowy Japanese traffic jam stretching over nine miles long. McDonald's releases a Spam burger topped with Oreo crumbles. And Dodge Ram 2500 drivers have the most DUIs in the nation. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, and I'm so happy you're here. I have some weird stories from around the world, as usual. And let's do it. Hey, Mainstream News. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A thousand people were stuck overnight in their cars in a traffic jam stretching over nine miles long. This occurred on Thursday night, and I wanted to cover it, but Friday, as you know, was Florida Friday, so I had to wait on this one. But if you if you had a chance to see a photo of this Japanese snowstorm traffic jam, it's out of control. It blew me away. More than a thousand people spent the night in their cars waiting out the traffic jam with very little food, very little water during a heavy snowstorm. They had to send in the military and rescue people out of their cars. It was crazy. The traffic jam occurred on the Kanetsu Expressway, which I'm sure you guys are all familiar with. You know how that Kanetsu Expressway gets crazy in the winter. Uh, It happened Thursday morning after a car got stuck in very deep snow in the middle of the highway, which grinded traffic to a complete halt. The country's central and northern regions have been hit with heavy snowfall, especially that morning. It disrupted transit and caused some communities to lose power completely. Traffic on the highway stayed halted for the entire day, all the way through the night. It stretched 15 kilometers, which is about 9.3 miles, continuing through Friday morning. (laughs) Unbelievable. Into the next day on Friday at noon, there were still over a thousand cars stuck in the snow. Photos of the highway went viral, showing long lines of unmoving cars, many with piles of snow on top of and around their vehicles, stranded amid snow-covered fields. Some relief came earlier on Thursday when emergency responders passed out rice balls, bread, crackers, sweet snacks, and about 600 bottles of water, as well as thousands of liters of gasoline and diesel oil. But it was not enough. Drivers were stuck for many, many hours in the cold. Here's a quote from a stranded driver. The snow was extremely heavy. As time went by, the cars got buried, of course. I was really scared. I've eaten all of my food and drinks. Now to drink water, I have to melt snow and I collect it in a plastic bottle. (laughs) This guy, it's like Survivor Highway version. A woman in her 30s and a man in his 60s were taken from the traffic jam to a hospital for respiratory problems and nausea, according to the crisis management officer. No fatal incidents have been reported. This is crazy how they wouldn't just abandon their car. I don't understand it. Just walk away from your car and go to like a hotel or an Airbnb. I don't know. Go somewhere. Go warm up in an ATM. Go to a diner. There's got to be a Subway restaurant right around the corner. I mean, why would you stay with your car? My goodness. Man, Japanese people just follow all the rules. You can't just break a rule one time, Japanese people. 
I will not abandon my vehicle. It's a dishonor. <laughs> Come on, man. You're not going to abandon your vehicle. You're going to die in your vehicle. This is crazy. You're either going to die from, uh, what's that thing that you get when you're really cold? Oh, hypothermia. You're going to die by hypothermia. Or if you run your car all the time, you could die from the other thing. Oh, carbon monoxide poisoning. That too. Wow. I really, I really saved the day there with those words. I mean, this was so bad that Japan's self-defense forces had to be dispatched to provide food, water, gasoline, and check this out, portable toilets for the people still stuck on Friday. <laughs> portable toilets. Just pee in the snow. Open your door and pee out the... Just walk to a hotel. There's got to be there's got to be a TGI Friday somewhere over there that you could just walk to and just ride it out inside. They're going to understand if you walk in covered in snow and you're like, my car's up there. It's out there on the highway. Can I just hang out here and eat bacon and eggs for a little while and get warm? I don't want to die today, okay? I was just trying to go to the DMV. I'm not going to die going to the DMV. Not on my watch. I tell you, as many of you know, I'm from New England, and I had to deal with snowfall for the majority of my life. I'm so glad to be in Southern California where I don't have to see any of this crap. It's just the worst. Driving in the snow? Oh, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've spun out in Massachusetts winters. Awful, awful. Just freezing in your car, just awful. Waiting for it to warm up. Scraping ice off the window when you have no gloves and one of those cheap little plastic scrapers you got from the dollar store because you're cheap and poor. Anybody? Just me? Oh, I can't even. It's just, I just have nightmares of scraping ice off my window in January with a cheap plastic scraper that I got at the dollar store and no gloves. Just nightmares of this. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a living example. Guys, you don't have to live like that. You do not. You have control of your own body. You can take charge of your life and move the hell out of there. Just get away from snow. I don't know why human beings are even living in snow at this point in life. We have complete control of the planet. We have complete control of our bodies. We can build cities and uh, vestibules and huts anywhere. <laughs> vestibules. <laughs> Huts! <laughs> What's wrong with me? Anyways, you can build structures in any climate, and yet here we are, living in frigid, snowy conditions. Are we out of our minds? You don't have to be this way, okay? I'm talking to you, Japan, as well. I don't even know it snowed in Japan. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> McDonald's is selling a Spam burger that's topped with Oreo cookie crumbs. No! What are you doing, McDonald's? How high are the executives at McDonald's to come up with a spam burger with Oreo cookie crumbs? Let's get some more information because maybe I want to try this. McDonald's is selling a sandwich made of spam topped with crushed Oreo cookies in China. It is an attention-grabbing move that has raised a few eyebrows. Global brands from restaurants to automakers sometimes roll out offbeat products, the article says. Some of these products are meant to appeal to Chinese tastes in the populace and intensely competitive market. How competitive is the Chinese burger market that you got to make a spam burger with Oreo cookies just to stand out? How about you just make a great burger, man, and just blow their minds? I mean, have they tried Jack in the Box? I mean, really? Oh, come on, guys. Come on. You haven't had a burger until you've had some Jack in the Box, right? Seriously, though, how bored are people in China that you got to roll out a spam burger? Seriously? Isn't McDonald's struggling in China? You got to do weird shit. I got a quote from someone who tried it. It's a blogger, a food blogger. Can you think of a more useless profession than a food blogger? 
I'm a foodie. That means I like food more than the rest of you. <laughs> I eat every day. I like it. Here's a quote from this blogger. I thought it was delicious. Is that because I love McDonald's so deeply or is it is this something wrong with my taste? <laughs> I don't know if that's how that person talks. Probably not because they're Chinese. But I just thought that that's what they sounded like in my head. That's how all food bloggers sound in my head. <laughs> I like delicious. Everything's delicious to food bloggers too. They like they like way too many things. Here's how the sandwich is made, by the way. We got two slices of Spam, which in case you don't know what that is, it's a product of Hormel Foods, LLC. It's also topped with Oreo cookies and, <laughs> no, oh no, come on, man. Mayonnaise? Really? How are you going to put mayonnaise with Oreo cookies, man? I mean, I can see mayonnaise on Spam. I can't see mayonnaise with the Oreo cookies. I can't see the Oreo cookies with the Spam either. I mean, this is like a confused sandwich. Is it dessert? Is it a sandwich? What is it? It's a meal or it's a, it's dessert? It's a combination. Are people in China in such a damn hurry they got to mix their dessert with their sandwich on the go? McDonald's says this sandwich is part of a series of, quote, members-only promotions to be released in China. Members-only. You got to be a member to get it. Yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd rather not be a member if these are the perks of the membership. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a McDonald's member-only? What does that mean? Uh, it means I get access to the most disgusting sandwiches that they come up with when they're high as shit. <laughs> McDonald's is planning on limiting the Spam Burger to only 400000 I don't know how you're going to sell that many, to be honest with you. I mean, people might just buy it just to sniff it. I, I can't see anybody eating this. I mean, I don't know. Judge for yourself. Google this thing and take a look at this monstrosity. Tell me if you would try that and call the show 646-450-2012. It does say that there's no telling if McDonald's will bring this unique Spam Oreo mayonnaise mashup to the United States. Uh... I guess I'll never have a chance to even get a close-up of this bad boy. But if anybody's listening in China, you want to mail this to me, I'll give you my address. Let's see what we're dealing with here. I'm not going to say I'm going to take a bite. But, I mean, if I smoke enough herb, I probably would, would do it, you know. We got spam, eggs, bacon, and spam. We have spam, spam, fritters, spam, spam, and extra spam. We have spam, home fries, bacon, spam, 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 extra spam, and spam on the side. I don't like spam! And now for some use... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, statistics. Do you know what drivers have the most DUIs? Well, it's people that drive a Dodge Ram 2500 truck. They have more than twice the national American average of DUIs. Some of you live in other countries. You're like, what the hell is a DUI? I was a guest on a podcast that records in Ireland recently. I didn't go to Ireland. We just did it over Zoom. But I mentioned DUI because, of course, we were talking about Florida. And uh, <laughs> the rest of the world is just fascinated with Florida. 
and they want to ask me questions about it. And I just tell them, hey, everybody's got a DUI. But in, anyways, the the Irish dudes were like, what's a DUI? I had to tell them what a DUI is. Driving under the influence, okay? Now, in Ireland, that's just called regular driving, I think. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, slinging Irish drunk jokes, aren't we? Yes, we are. Anyways, drunk driving, it's a thing in the U.S. One in 22 Ram 2500 drivers have been cited with a DUI. One in 22 people who own a Dodge Ram 2500 have a DUI. That's crazy. It says here, driving while intoxicated is undoubtedly one of the worst things you can do, unless you're in Florida. It's one. <laughs> it's responsible for about 10,000 deaths in the U.S. annually, which equals roughly one person every single damn hour. Statistically, drivers of certain vehicles are more often cited for driving under the influence than others, and the list is mostly made up of trucks and vehicles in the premium or luxury segments. With all that said, Dodge Ram 2500 drivers are by far the worst offenders. So this data comes from some sort of insurance company. They looked at 2.7 million insurance applications to determine which vehicles are most likely to transport drivers cited for DUI. Each application requires drivers to disclose vehicles being driven on the policy and recent driving history, which gives analysts insight into the moving violations of drivers during a specific time period. The trucks on the list consist of the Ram 2500, Chevrolet S10, Dodge Dakota, Ford Ranger, Chevy Silverado, and the GMC Sierra. These are like all trucks. Crazy. What is all the... Oh, it's, it's just idiot guys with their big old, I'm driving a truck. I'm going to drink and I don't care. That's what it is. Bunch of dudes in the Midwest. Like, yeah, I got my big old truck. Yeah, I like everything big. I like my trucks big. I like my, I like my beers big. I like the DUIs on my driving record. Huge. Hulk like beer and drive big truck. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so glad I don't have friends like this. I really am so glad. The number of Dodge Ram drivers with DUIs is more than double the national average. The GMC Sierra has the least on the top 10 list with 28 drivers for every 1,000 applicants. The luxury segment also has its place on the chart as the BMW 4 Series, Audi A4, and the BMW 7 Series all make appearances somewhere in the middle of the list. But all the trucks are at the top. Look at these two. Damn. I'm looking at the chart here. I don't see my... I don't see my Honda Civic on here. I guess there's not a lot of people with DUIs driving Honda Civics. I do not have a DUI, I'm so proud to say. And I come from a place where it's pretty common. A lot of drunk driving going on in Boston, if you're not aware, really. A lot of drunk driving going on in the snow as well. Listen, that's a, that is like a, a, like a, what do they call that? A rite of passage when you can get home wasted from a bar in Boston during a snowstorm and not... Take out a Toyota RAV4 filled with a family. <laughs> it's like, good job, man. Good job. The end of this article mentions the vehicles with the fewest DUIs. Can you guess what they might be? Maybe yours is on the list. Maybe you're a good driver, you good driver. Yay, you're low insurance. It's the Toyota RAV4, the Hyundai Santa Fe, and the Toyota Sienna. They are all at the bottom of the list. Yeah, that's strange. I thought it would be filled with Volvos at the bottom of the list. You know, people that drive Volvos are, like, super safe. Got myself a Volvo. Yep, I'll survive any crash. 
no DUIs for me, man. Nope, driving a Volvo, okay? I care about safety. I care about, I follow the rules of the road. 10 and 2, 10 and 2. I got my hands at 10 and 2, guys. Volvo drivers. And if you'd like to know what state has the most DUIs, it's hands down Florida. Twice as many as any other state, for sure. And most of them are teachers. Yay! Weird AF News is on L. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, Weird AF News is here to stay. That was a pretty good impression right there of Elvis Costello, if I do say so myself. Not as good as my Tom Petty, but you know what? What can you do? What can you do? Have you heard my Robert Smith yet? Oh, yeah. Have you heard my... <laughs> you guys haven't heard my uh, Billy Corgan yet. We'll do that one day. I want to give some love. Big shout out to someone who reached out to me on that gram. That means the Instagram. It's Darlene from Vancouver. She wrote, love your podcast. Uh, keep, up, keep the world laughing, Jonesy, during these uncertain times. I always put your stories on in the morning and it brings a smile to my face. Sometimes I sit laughing. Great. I love that. The idea that someone in Vancouver is sitting and laughing at my podcast is amazing to me. And uh, almost as, as amazing as the idea that someone in South Africa is listening. I'd imagine people in other continents and countries just can't even understand what the hell I'm saying half the time, I'd imagine. And they just move along. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm internationally digestible. I should say, I know I'm internationally digestible, but it mostly seems to be Canada. So that's, you know, in the whole realm of being international, that's not that international for me. Uh, the, you know, I, I got people in Africa listening, though. I mean, that's like tremendous, tremendous. Uh, so I want to thank all my international listeners. Shout out. Hit me up on the gram, guys, if you're bored. At Funny Jones. I actually respond. So, yeah. Why? Because I got nothing better to do, all right? I'm, I'm alone in a closet. What do you think's going on here? Huh? What do you think? I'm killing it? <laughs> I am killing it on the Patreon level, though, thanks to uh, my buddy Michael from Iowa City, who was the impetus to what ended up being the greatest uh, Patreon marketing, uh, marketing uh, campaign that I've ever had. I've tried, a lot of, I've tried a lot of different ways to get people to join the Patreon to support the show. As you know, I mention it on at the end of each episode, uh, but nothing has been as effective as the Patreon ch- holiday challenge that was put forth by Michael from Iowa City. And I have some totals here. The total number of people who joined the $2 Patreon is 19. Isn't that incredible? The people who joined the $5 Patreon, five of them. That's 24 people joined at those levels. And a couple other people joined at an even higher level. So I'm like... Wow, I'm just, I was super blown away by the generosity of, of the listeners, uh, all of you guys, I, I, all of you that joined the Patreon. I just was like, I couldn't believe that many people did. So I'm so grateful. It was, a, it was an amazing uh, promotion put forth by Michael. And uh, I'm, I'm just so grateful at the generosity and the support that it received. And so I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for joining the Patreon, those of you who did. Those of you who didn't, don't worry about it. It's a tough year. I know that. And, uh, you know, maybe next year, join. 
If not, not a problem at all. I'm just glad that you get something out of this. If you listen on a regular basis, that in a way is supporting the show as well. So uh, if you didn't want to do something a little bit extra, but you don't have the money, just tell a friend about the show. That's super helpful as well. That really, you know, to get the word out for me is very, very helpful. I'd like to grow the show more and more, you know, maybe hire somebody to help out on the side. It would be pretty cool. And uh, keep Weird AF News spreading. Uh, you know, it's going, it's gone international, guys. So, who, you know, this, I would say the sky's the limit, but, you know, the, the planets are the limit, guys. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> the planets. I'm going to get this thing. This is going to be the first intergalactic podcaster, right? All right? I got to shoot. You know, you, you know that saying, you shoot for the stars, you might hit the moon, brah? <laughs> hit the moon. I want Weird AF News to be the official podcast of the ISS. That stands for International Space Station, brah. Uh, yeah, so in all seriousness, I want to thank everyone who supported uh, during the holidays. I appreciate that so very much. I'm glad you get something out of this podcast. I really am. Uh, three years and going still strong. I will continue to do it despite a pandemic, uh, despite you know financial limitations, despite time limitations, everything. Uh, I'll keep it going. So, But without you, where would I be? So I'm grateful to all of you. Thanks again, Michael. Uh, if you guys want to call the show, you have the number, right? Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You could still join the Patreon anyways around the holidays. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Enjoy the video that I just posted of me trying a Canadian delicacy that I had never tried before. Um, I'm going to be posting a couple more videos of me trying some weird stuff that that listeners sent me. So, And you guys can send me something to try, you know, as far as food goes. But just you need to know that I'm allergic to tree nuts. Okay, so that's a thing. I'm allergic to the tree nuts, okay? So don't mess around, all right? It's very serious. It's a very serious allergy, okay? All right? Now, it's not COVID, but it's, it's serious. It's serious.